Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Gary Vandoros, who is a general manager at Ecomist, a business providing retail and service offerings in the hygiene, aerosol and pest management sector. Listen as Gary chats about Ecomist and the premium products and services the business offers, what a franchise has to look forward to when they join the Ecomist, and Gary's advice for those thinking to start their own business. Listen on to discover more. Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Ellen Rogers from the Eden Exchange team. Today our guest is Gary Vondoros, who is the General Manager of Ecomist, a business providing retail and service offerings in the aerosol and pest management retail and home services sector. Welcome to the podcast, Gary. Hi, Ellen. Hi, everybody. What's going on in the Ecomist world right now? Well, busy time for us. It's end of our financial year because uh, we're actually a New Zealand company. And uh, we've also just launched a new range of products, which is pretty exciting for us. Oh, wow. Are they new techie? Uh, yeah, we've got some new tech. Very exciting. They're pretty much breakthrough products, actually. So we're very excited about them. And a lot of our customers are too. That's great, Gary. Now, just get hopping into this podcast. So what is your current role at Ecomist? I'm the general manager for Ecomist Australia. And I look after all the franchisees that operate in Australia. We currently have 36 and we cover all states of Australia. And what is Ecomist and what kind of services do you offer? To best describe Ecomist, I would say we are a unique hygiene services company and we specialize in insect control and odor control. But we also supply all other hygiene products and services for washrooms. Our insect killer is natural pyrethrin. It's safe to use around people, food and pets, and we supply 35 different fragrances that are imported from France and developed by our perfumist, our French perfumist actually, and his name is Yves Andre. We also have automated dispensers, which have won an award for the best new product introduction by the New Zealand and Australian Aerosol Associations. And as I mentioned, we have launched exciting new products over the last three years. We try and launch products that we believe are best in class. And that's pretty much who, who we are and, and what we do. And our franchisees install and service our products in customer sites all over the country. And that's how we run our business and make our money. So Gary, can you describe the type of customers you work with? What type of customers are you servicing? Well, on the fragrance or odor control side of the business, it's pretty much anybody who's got a bathroom. So our fragrances have got what we call an odor neutralizer combined with the fragrance. So the fragrance doesn't just mask the odor, it actually neutralizes the odor and allows the perfume to shine through. So as I said, any business with a bathroom, we do service. The majority of our customers, though, are those that specifically have odor control issues. So we tend to do a lot of work in bathrooms and in aged care and in school bathrooms especially. And then for the insect side of the business, we are not pest controllers. I do need to state that up front. And our natural insect killer that we use does not require us to be pest controllers. The majority of our customers there are cafes and restaurants, because as you can imagine in summer, they get inundated with flyers. And so our systems keep their, their cafes and restaurants insect free. That sounds good. I want to be sitting in a cafe where there are no insects, definitely. So talking back about the brand, you said that it's a New Zealand brand. Now, Ecomist has been operating for the last 25 years. Can you tell us your journey so far? What's new in the aerosolized pest odor and control industry? 
Well, I haven't been in the industry for 25 years, but I do know a little bit of the history. So it was started by two New Zealand entrepreneurs about 27 years ago, and they developed this dispenser. And, and what makes our dispenser unique is that it was the first programmable dispenser that was brought onto the market, which means you can program it according to the hours of the day you wanted to work and the number of days per week. And the other innovation that they introduced to the dispenser was something called a solenoid valve. So the solenoid valve compresses the particles and makes them much smaller and lighter, so they stay in the air longer. And you can imagine an aerosol that stays in the air longer will have a much better effect than one that just drops to the ground. So it was, as I said, invented about 27 years ago by these two entrepreneurs who used our parent company, whose name is Daymar Industries, to manufacture the aerosols for them. After a few years, Daymar was able to purchase the company from these gentlemen and have since expanded the company outside of New Zealand into Australia, into South Africa, into some Asian countries. We're currently in the Philippines and Singapore and really grow the business. So I, I joined Ecomist six years ago. My background was pharmaceutical industry. And so this was very different for me. I'm not sure exactly what went on in the industry before, but today it is a thriving industry with different types of competitors. We have big multinational competitors like Rent-A-Kill Initial, and we have lots of other smaller competitors that tend to operate mainly locally, but no one really stands out with their unique presentation and service like Ecomist does. So I would say that in terms of technology, we are seeing some changes in technology, especially on the fragrance side. People are bringing new dispensers to market that don't necessarily use aerosols. And Ecomist itself launched these types of dispensers. They're called atomizers or diffusers, and they use air technology to introduce fragrance droplets into the air, a lot of our customers actually prefer this type of technology to aerosols. So Ecomist is at the forefront of what's happening in the market in terms of technology developments. And we make sure that we are able to offer the customers exactly what they need. So Gary, what can someone expect as a part of the business offering when they become a franchisee? What business tools, stock and training are guaranteed? Well, firstly, I need to differentiate between Ecomist and other franchises, let's say a McDonald's as an example. So if somebody purchases a McDonald's in a new area, they would basically have to start from scratch. Ecomist is an established business across Australia. All territories are basically sold and have a business and have an income. So a new franchisee would be buying and operating and an, a going concern. So let's say, for instance, they wanted to buy... 25 postcodes and our current sales in those postcodes might be $200,000. They would be buying not necessarily an income, they would be buying sales worth $200,000. So they, they would understand how much money they would actually earn by buying the business upfront if they didn't grow the business at all. So yes, they're buying a going concern and what happens when they purchase it? So obviously they have to sign all the documents, they have to be approved by me, I do interview them. And once approved, they would buy the business from the current franchise owner. Once all the documents have been signed, the current franchise owner would spend at least two weeks with the incoming franchisee to train them, to train them on the customers, to train them on the business, and to train them on the service routes that they travel when they do their servicing. 
After that, they are invited to our head office where they can spend anywhere between three and five days, depending on their training needs. I would establish what their training needs are and then decide what their training program would be and introduce it accordingly. So as an example, they would come to Sydney and they would spend time understanding all of our products. They would spend time with me understanding how we market our products, how we sell our products, and what the general process is for driving e-commerce growth and service and sales in the marketplace. A lot of that they would have already picked up from the franchise owner, but I just also need to make sure that it is consistent with what we are trying to drive from a head office perspective. In terms of stock, they would purchase the stock from the existing franchisee. Normally, a franchise owner is expected to carry between 30 and 45 days of stock. And so once they'd purchased the stock, they would liaise with me just to understand if it was sufficient and they would purchase more from myself if they needed. Basically, as I said before, the whole of Australia is mapped and sold by existing franchisees. And, and the way that we are creating new franchises is we're asking our existing franchisees to split up their territories. And I'll give you an example of this. Melbourne is currently owned by one franchise owner. Whereas if you look at a similar sized city like Sydney, we actually have nine franchise owners in Sydney. So we have asked the Melbourne owner to split up his franchises to get more franchisees on board. And he's currently divided Melbourne into 10 territories and he's busy selling off those territories at the moment. He will keep two for himself and he will sell eight. That's pretty interesting to split up existing territories to grow the business. What can you tell us a little bit more about that? And is that your next stage of franchise growth strategy? Our franchise growth strategy is, is driven in a couple of different ways. So obviously we look at our current customer base and we say, what more can we sell to our current base? And that's an important growth driver for us. I think that drives about 50% of our growth year on year. The second arm of the growth strategy is the introduction of new products. And as I mentioned before, we've just launched an exciting new range. And over the last three years, we've launched you know, between 10 and 20 unique best-in-class products that allow us to drive the growth, not only to our existing customer base, but to attract new customers as well. And then the third arm of our growth strategy is to obviously try and get more feet on the ground, more franchisees. And as I said before, because the whole of Australia is mapped, as some of their territories are, are massive in terms of geography, and they can't reach all corners to service their customers as they would like to. So it makes sense that they split up and, and sell off and we get more feet on the ground to provide better service for our, for our customers in Australia and also to help drive the growth of the, of the business. It sounds like you're supporting your existing franchisees by performing the strategy, and it, it's a great thing to hear. Uh, talking a little bit more about support, how does that support change over time from the initial induction support to as they grow and develop their business? Well, obviously, I would say the first three weeks that a new franchisee comes on board is, is pretty much full on. So it's 100% with the incumbent franchise owner. And then for a few days thereafter, it's 100% with myself and, and my colleagues. And then thereafter, for the first couple of months, I will have weekly meetings with the franchise owner once they return to their territory, just to make sure that they have a good understanding of what they need to do and to answer any questions that they, may, they might have. And then once I am comfortable and they are comfortable, I think it's pretty much once a month that I get in touch with them. Normally, once they send their monthly report in to me, 
I'll give them a call just to have a chat about their reports and their business and in general how things are going for them. They also obviously have contact with my warehouse and my warehouse manager who dispatches all their orders. And they also have support from New Zealand in terms of marketing. The other way that we connect is we have an annual conference once a year. And normally we have it in Queensland because it's easy for people to get in there. And we spend three days together as a network where everybody can meet everybody else, talk to everybody else, share best practices. And we also do a lot of face-to-face training at that annual conference. And Gary, what are you looking for in a franchisee? What type of person would best suit this type of franchise model? Let me state up front what I'm not looking for. So I'm not looking for somebody that just wants to buy an income, which they can do in this type of franchise environment. I want people who are motivated by growth, motivated by success. They must also realize that they're joining a family. They're not just establishing their own business. They're joining a family of hardworking e-commerce franchisees, and they must be willing to contribute and be a part of that team. Now, Gary, if you were considering the many highlights and benefits of owning an e-commerce franchise, what would you say are the most important or rewarding? I think from the perspective of the franchisee and the feedback that they've given me, we are not a cookie cutter franchise. We don't have strict rules and regulations. We like our franchisees to show innovation. We love sharing best practice of things that have worked. And most of our learning actually comes from what the franchisees are doing in the field, not necessarily what I tell them to do. So I think that's very different from a lot of other franchise models, which have very strict requirements in terms of exactly how you can operate. I think our franchisees feel a sense of freedom. They feel a sense of pride in the products that they take to market because they are best in class. And they personally feel that they offer the best service on the market, which just shows you the type of people that they are. They're passionate about what they do. They're passionate about their products. So I would say that that makes Ecomist especially attractive to the type of person that's attracted to being innovative, being energetic, being able to go out there and try things that are not necessarily what they're told to do. And what are some standout achievements that some of your franchisees have achieved within Ecomist? We don't participate in any franchise award, national franchise award shows or anything like that. Uh, I have had some franchisees that might have put themselves forward for local awards in their in their areas. But what we celebrate internally, obviously, is Franchisee of the Year. And every year at our sales conference, we will select the franchise owners who we believe have performed the best, led the best, contributed the best. We have numerous awards that recognize what they've done and how they've contributed to the business and to the network as a whole. So success is measured internally amongst the e-commerce network, and we haven't necessarily gone outside to seek success with other franchise award systems. And lastly, Gary, based on your own experiences working with and recruiting franchisees, what advice can you offer to anyone thinking about buying a franchise? I think when one's buying any business, one has to be cautious. Um, One has to really understand what that business is going to require of you. So spend some time understanding the business, spend some time talking to the existing e-commerce franchise owner. Obviously, franchise rules and regulation in Australia are pretty strict. A lot of the rules and regulation protect the franchisees. So anybody coming into the business needs to read that, needs to understand it, needs to obviously get legal and business advice before they purchase any business. 
So I wouldn't say just necessarily a franchise, but if you're buying any business, you need to understand what you're getting to, getting into. You need to understand the money that business will make for you. And you need to understand, most importantly, the growth potential of that business. Definitely some good advice there. I've heard some a few things that are so crucial when making a life-changing decision, such as buying a business. Thanks, Gary. E-commerce sounds like a great opportunity to get on board with. Now, for anyone listening to this podcast who is keen to learn more about the Ecomist opportunity, there is a button beneath this podcast to submit your inquiry and the team at Ecomist will get the ball rolling ASAP and get you started on your franchising journey. Now, thanks again for joining us on the podcast today, Gary. We wish you success in your continuing business journey and we hope to hear from you soon with an update. It was a pleasure, Ellen. Thank you very much and goodbye to all. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke with Gary Vanderos, who is the General Manager at Ecomist, a business providing retail and service offerings in the hygiene, aerosol and pest management sector. To find out more about Gary and Ecomist, or to discover other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbuyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to the series in iTunes, or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram. For recent info in the buying, selling and investing world, thanks for listening.